Hello friends, this is uh, Editing Giga. I just wanted to let you know that uh, this episode is a bit crunchier than usual due to some editing mishaps. Um, the audio is a bit rougher than we usually have on the podcast this time. We might re-upload later if we have time. Um, I think it's still listenable, um, but it's just a bit more crunchy. It's got a bit more grit and texture than, than, uh, you're used to on this very smooth podcast. Um, that being said, uh, I hope you still enjoy it. Uh, peace. Of Zero to Zero, the only podcast talking about mystery men in three distinct parts. I'm your host, Gigalithic, and I'm about to go upstairs with three three strange men. Ah, <laughs> uh, wonderful. Uh, and I'm Joe, and I'm a Hawk Queen. And I'm Val Flight Cub, aka the Humping Skunk. Mm. <laughs> uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, we talked about yesterday, or last time, not yesterday, mm-hmm. no. last time, about how the movie was, you know, it was pretty good. We were liking it. We liked a lot of the things we were going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did we feel about it this time? Yo. Not the same. Not, not the, the same. same. I, Very I have kind of, I have, I have, I've formed, uh, over the, the time we've had to think about this, a simulation of what happens in the writer's room. And it's got, they're like they're wrapping it up, and the guys like, "Hey, so we're we're done, but I really feel like something's missing from this script, and mm-hmm. I just don't know what it is." And then a man busts into the room. And he's like, "I know what it is. <laughs> I know what you've been missing. I got that secret sauce that you've been waiting for. It's racism." Ooh. <laughs> It's racism, and it's not in a service to a joke or satire. It's just good old-fashioned racism. That's right. That's right. What? They all stand up and start applauding. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make yummy, yummy noises. Yeah, yeah. I think what they did was they wrapped up the first week of shooting, and then the director was like, all right, well, I'm just going to go take this home with me and start cutting together the music video. And the producer was like, hey, bud, this is a feature-length film. And he was like, "Huh, huh? <laughs> what? What? Well, I have to. I, I have to make. I have to make an, an hour and fifty-five minutes more of this shit." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, buddy." And he's like, "Well, I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know how to do that." And he, and then and then the racism guy shows up. He's like, "I know exactly what you need yep. to make this to make this music video stretch out to two hours." It's that's yes. right. <laughs> And not music video. We we were corrected by Sam. Oh, yes. We was exclusively an advertisement director. Sam oh, resurrected God, yeah. from the dead to tell us that 
he only did commercials, and then he, after this movie, went back to only doing commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I would say he should. Um, <laughs> yeah. God, like, yeah. Honestly, I want to look up some... what commercials he directed, because if they were directed like this... He did the Taco Bell dog. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, maybe the racism man... Yeah, maybe the writing was on the wall a little bit. <laughs> I mean, we don't know um, that he wrote the Taco Bell dog. Maybe he just directed the Taco Bell dog. Yeah, he he was like on set saying like, "No, what you got to do is you got to say this in like a Mexican accent. You got to be more Mexican. Uh, you are mm-hmm. a dog, but you got to be a Mexican dog, okay? okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I know that you're a Chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> I I know this, but I need you to I need you to practice a little bit of fucking range. Mm-hmm. 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 Ugh. So, Shall we what get happened? into our summary? Yes, yeah. yes, please tell us. All right. Our three protagonists part ways after setting their plan to uh, recruit other superheroes to their team. But we stick with Mr. Furious as he goes to awkwardly flirt with the waitress he got mad at in the previous night. The next day, the trio scout out the Invisible Boy, who is Kel from Keenan and Kel. Yeah. Uh, yeah! The Invisible Boy's powers come with a caveat. He can only become invisible when nobody is watching. The mystery men are unimpressed with his power, but he wants to come with them, and he has a lot of connections, so they decide to bring him along. At the diner, Invisible Boy is listing off the superheroes he knows. As they decide to hold a tryout, the spleen, played by Paul Rubens, shows up. He is comically unpleasant, but is unhappy to be continuously swept aside by the mystery men. He does, however, have an actual superpower. Due to a racist curse placed on him as a youth, he can flatulate with a great degree of accuracy and potency on command. After a demonstration of said powers, the group decides to host a tryout at a location with a swimming pool to increase the potential turnout, and against his wishes, they host it at the Shoveler's home. The Shoveler's wife is very unhappy about this. All of the superheroes that show up are duds, save for one latecomer with a magic bowling ball with a skull embedded in it. She is Carol the Bowler, played by Janine Garofalo. They interview the bowler, who reveals that she received her powers from her father, Carmine the Bowler, who died in a horrific elevator and bullet-related accident. And And now she seeks revenge. Mr. Furious is unhappy about it, but everyone else is on board. In the car, the Blue Raja is explaining why he's like that. Um, (laughs) It is revealed that Carmine the Bowler's skull is inside the bowling ball, Mm. and also, he's conservative. (laughs) <laughs> they pass Frankenstein's limo and give chase Casanova Frankenstein to be specific And give chase The two parties confront each other in the tunnel uh, In a tunnel Even mm-hmm. Furious limply one lines At Frankenstein as Tony P con- Conveniently reveals himself to be the killer Of Carmine the Bowler uh, That was resolved quickly mm-hmm. They perform a large number Of extremely petty assaults on the limo Before running away Weird scene. Uh, they celebrate their victory at a Chinese bar where the bowler is counseling Blue Raja. They all get drunk and have a good time, but are accosted by the disco boys in an alley. They are about to be shot to death when all of the disco boys' guns are cut in half by the mind powers of the Sphinx, played by West Judy. The Sphinx attempts to coach the team in a highly platitudinous way that Furious is dismissive of, but everyone else wants him to be the leader. Cue a training montage where the Sphinx helps each member of the team to hone their skills. Also, All-Star plays a little bit. <laughs> uh, Furious is a spoil sport about the whole thing and impatiently abandons the crew. 
The remaining members of the group are encouraged to find armament by the Sphinx and head out to in the abandoned fairground mentioned on Dr. Heller's business card in order to find him. Uh, they find him in his, quote, scary and weird lair. A frustrated Furious goes to the diner and flirts with the waitress to a greater degree of success this time. Heller explains to the other superheroes that all of his weapons are non-lethal, and the group is like, ah, oh, fuck, I want to kill someone, and so they all leave. Only he shoots a big tornado, and uh, all of his devices actually rule. They're convinced. Uh, so they're like, actually, this rocks, I like it. Meanwhile, the waitress convinces Furious to apologize and join back up with the group. They reunite and finally go to execute their plan to free Amazing, but not before Furious arrives. And in his own way, asks the Shoveler if he can rejoin the team, which the Shoveler accepts. At Frankenstein's mansion, a wild party full of fancy ladies, disco boys, frat boys, and gangsters of all varieties are having a great time. As the mystery men boldly attempt their infiltration, Frankenstein gives a speech in which he addresses the various organizations in attendance and announces he has made a new nefarious machine. Spleen and Invisible Boy, scouting from distance, are accosted by a skunk, who, much like his cartoon suit counterpart, is very horny and starts humping Spleen's leg. It is very funny, and I laugh because it's funny when animals hump things. It's funny. It's funny. And that's where <laughs> we're funny. stopping off for the week. Yeah, the final the final shot of this watch through was um the spleen and invisible boy looking at the moon well, uh, while the spleen's leg is being humped by a skunk. And that's basically how I felt at the end of yeah, this. Yeah, that's uh, kind of it's pretty accurate to to like there was a long summary and I couldn't find any way to shorten it down. Yeah, so much and so little happens. So much happens part. and so little of it feels like anything. Yeah. There's like yeah, we'll we'll get into it, but like there's a lot of like false starts, mm-hmm. false finishes, I would say, to scenes. Scenes could definitely be have been trimmed and condensed down had there not been mm-hmm. let's do a gag bits. I think what we're running into is the very sad fact that the actors were given a lot of liberty with how they performed and how they uh changed the script. Because though there are many funny people in this show, in this in this movie, none of them are improvisers, and brevity is the is is mm-hmm. the soul of. I would also say that the editing isn't doing mm-hmm. them any favors. Um, no, like they no. could be very funny improvisers, but there's not a lot of their jokes aren't made very punchy. That just kind of lets the camera roll. Yeah, which which you know is different. It's it's hard for an improviser. If to only fight the director yeah, was used to making short form media and could have applied some yeah, of those the thing. talents so got, to the movie. This just it does in a lot of ways feel like a commercial that's been going on for way too long. Yeah. Yeah, some sort of hell dimension commercial for a product that. Is too racist to exist in actual reality. The three main points of racism in this section of the film. The first one being that the yeah. the curse placed on the spleen by a uh, uh, an old Romani woman. Let's say that's not the words mm-hmm. they use, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
Yeah. And like that one, it's like, if it was just that one, I'd be like, well, it's of the time. It was the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not all right. It's not cool that they did that, but it's the awareness of it, of, of like, Romani people actually being a living ethnic group was pretty uh, sparse at that point. Pretty low. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, uh, the other, the second is uh, the Sphinx being played by West Jetty and his sort of, his sort of uh, Indian wisdom um, being, being very mystical and Mm -hmm. platitudinous. And I don't feel like that's a huge, Mm -hmm. there's, there is racism implicit in that, but it also, it is, it is the least to me of, of the racist uh, elements of this one. Yeah, it, it could, it could have been so much fucking worse. It could have been like yeah, Vision no, Quest, it's just kind like of like ayahuasca trip segment. Like it could have been Xavier Renegade a lot style. worse. Um, yeah, the it's very what doc like, <laughs> um, about the whole thing. Um, but the the worst one I would say oh, yeah. is that one of the yeah. evil the the gangs is just called. The Susies, which, and they're like effeminate Japanese men. That's awful to me. That's, there's no joke there. It's just, isn't it funny that yeah. the Asian prostitutes no. were <laughs> trafficked by American men? Isn't that funny? Yeah, and it's, and it's classic, um, emasculated male Asian subject, which is like it's, a it, it's like tried and true oriental, but it's just like what the say. fuck were you thinking? Like, how who said who's yeah. like, oh, this is really funny. It's Asian yeah. people, you know what Asian people are, uh, effeminate, uh, and prostitutes. That's that's the main two things. And yeah, we, yeah. You know what? You we, hear the about word this? we should use just a racial slur. That <laughs> yeah, sounds pretty good bad to me. Be like the other groups are 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 somewhat. Yeah, uh, they're a little bit random or just uh or like funny, like they're like a parody of some kind. I me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we, we later the we have the, who are uh, just a bunch of ladies and big f- colorful fur coats. The frat mm-hmm. boys. And the not so good. Not so good mob. mob was very good. Yeah. Yeah, just this is the just, goody mob, but yeah. what if they were evil? Yeah. Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these a lot of those references did go over my head. Mm-hmm. Don't like to hear about it. Don't like to learn that it was there were super some racist, good, actually. Good comedy in this. Hog Queen, so. I'm a big fan of. That was so good that she's just waiting yeah. a, a, just kind of idly. So when when the uh, when Furious goes up to the waitress that he has a crush on, he she's like just kind of idly thumbing through a magazine, and the magazine is 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 a magazine called Hog Queen, and it's just a bunch of old ladies on gigantic motorcycles. <laughs> and I think that's wonderful. I think a lot of the old person centric yeah. humor in this uh, in, in this movie is very good. And it should stick with that. Just make fun of old people mm-hmm. for the entire mm-hmm. movie. Confirmed. Yeah. Giga loves ageism. I yeah. do. 
I do. I don't like old people, and I think that they should be made fun of. Um. <laughs> I mean, Hog Queen, yeah, is a Hog funny Hog Queen is guy. funny. It's just a funny magazine. Yes. It's a funny, it's it's a a funny, funny magazine, magazine for and it's old great that, that, that Furious is really into it. That he's like, oh, are you reading Hog Queen? He's like, you like motorcycles? Yeah, so he goes up to the waitress, and she's reading Hog Queen, but she looks up from Hog Queen. And he says, oh, I have, a, I have a motorcycle. It's pretty cool. And she's like, uh-huh. And he apologizes for being so scary last night. Mm-hmm. He's letting his rage take over him. And she's like, you're not. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 don't, I don't consider you threatening. She said. Uh-huh. I, like, I like the way He's like, all righty then. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. She, I don't um, think we do. Do we learn her name in this part? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who she's played by. We, yeah, we have she's like three pretty. solid scenes with her. Um, uh, she is. Yeah. Yeah. He snorts at one point when she's talking and, or like blows yeah, out. He has a big tissue in his bloody nose. His bloody nose and he snorts it out and then he puts it back he in. He snorts it out way. into a Gross. donation, like. Yeah. Yeah. The little donation bin. He has to fish it out. Yeah. Was it for homeless animals? animals? (laughs) Yeah, he says he walks up to the donation thing. He puts in like two quarters and he says it's a good cause helping out homeless animals. Just building a house for an elephant. Yeah. Yeah. So after the they leave the diner and and all that other stuff, that's when they. Go to, that is when they go to Invisible Boy's house. He's great. Yes, it is. So, Invis- Invisible Boy is somebody who the shoveler knew, right? Or is that somebody who knew Raja? Either way, how do they know, know each other? Who knows this little boy? Yeah, who knows... Uh, <laughs> yeah, Cal is really fantastic in this, in, this, uh, in this movie. He's like He really elevates the cast. Because he's he, he like he's just got yeah. really good he comedic is. chops um, in terms of the timing. It, like yes. a lot of mm-hmm. his jokes hit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, for he sure. Also, he is also playing a character very similar yeah, to he's Kel very soft spoken, but like uh, kind of knowledgeable. Yeah, very excited about life. Haven't mm-hmm. you ever had a dream? Once you ever yeah. young. Uh, yes. and, but he, he does have the very funny line uh, after he greets the heroes at the door. As he's walking through his house, he says, Dad, I'm going upstairs yeah. with three strange men. And his yeah. dad just doesn't, completely yeah, just does no-sells not react. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're in his room, and they're talking about, like, what's your power? And, yeah, his power is he's invisible when nobody's looking at him. Even himself. Even himself. If he looks at himself. Even when he looks at himself. Invisible. But he can feel it. <laughs> but he can, you can feel, feel it. when you're invisible. Do we yes. believe that he can really? But do I this? couldn't possibly know. But he said, "You know, it's just you know you gotta believe <laughs> yeah, people. You know, especially kids." Mm-hmm. I think I think he can, and I think he will expand his powers so that maybe by the end of the movie he'll be like, "I was invisible, and I looked down mm-hmm. at myself, we'll and I it. was still invisible." Yeah. I, like, I hey, have, we saw you. I have a hypothesis, which is that 
you would be able to tell if you were invisible, if you were able to record yourself. So this is very much like a nineties, like pre easy, like phone, like digital camera, like technology, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also perhaps looking at your own shadow would prove that you're mm. invisible. But maybe no, maybe it's about perception now. Maybe it's only he can only be invisible when he's not being perceived. Mm-hmm. Where nobody mm-hmm. knows he's being invisible. Yeah. Yeah. My superpower well, when is he's that, the only one who knows he's being invisible. Yeah. My superpower is that mm. my labor is invisible. So, um, <laughs> so it, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a thankless job. Um, yes. Even and it's but, invisible, um, even when people know, are looking yeah. at it. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Um, but, uh, yeah. So he, he, uh, puts the doe eyes on. He says, didn't you ever have a dream? And then they bring him back to the diner and. So there's some. Oh, oh boy. That's when they have are this. Are you guys. This meeting the, with the spleen. Are you guys ready though? The, before the spleen comes yeah, in. Yeah, the, the, the different superheroes he The names. name gag. So yeah, let's talk about these. We, first of all, here we get the. Oh yeah. Here we get the pincher, the pickler, princess headbutt, mm-hmm. white flight, and the black menace. They work together. They work together, which I think That's is a very good joke. Uh, um, yes. Professor Pinkbelly, uh-huh, Lucky uh-huh. Pierre, uh-huh. and uh, Lucky Pierre and the Frank yeah. Tickler. Uh-huh. Which sounds so just know like what, perverts. Do you guys know what Lucky Pierre is? No. Cool. No. What? Love to be the sex pervert on the podcast. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm free. I'm free. Goodbye, fuckers. Yeah. I'm leaving. Yeah, so, okay, so, okay, so a lucky piece, okay, so, you know how, um, you know how a Lego piece, mm-hmm. you know, has a knob at the top, yeah. so that it could go into other Lego pieces, but then there's also, the Lego uh-huh. piece has the little holes on the bottom, so that another Lego piece could go into it, yes. right? Okay, so if there's maybe, yes. let's say, three Lego pieces open a bottle of wine on a Saturday night, and um, one of the Lego pieces is uh, got its bump in the, the hole of the the you other can, Lego piece, you and there's a third Lego piece with its bump in that Lego piece. That middle Lego might be called a Lego Pierre. Oh, okay. So it's when you're getting fucked in the ass and fucking at the same time. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes, it is. Okay. So they just put that in the movie. I should also note that at the time of the, at the, time of the recording of this podcast, it is Sunday yeah. afternoon, and we were late. Hey, so, well. like... Yeah? Never mind. Um... What's a French tickler? <laughs> I don't know. Now that I don't know, I, I definitely know that that's a pervert mm-hmm. thing, but Let's I don't know what right it is. Now. I believe it's an instrument. Mm. I believe it's an instrument. If mm. if I'm if I'm honest, I believe the it implement. is an implement of of of. Oh, usage. oh God, it is. Yeah. Wait, it is. A condom designed with knobs, projections, etc. Oh, okay, so like bells and whistles. Okay. Like a little rib. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a clown condom. It's like a morning star condom. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if a condom was um one of those like you know those like little plastic balls you can get at the uh the dollar store oh, that you have posted like, for us a French tickler? Oh yes, wow. It's exactly what Joe was it's describing. Like, it looks so like it, a sea anemone. Sam yeah, just saw yeah, the it's, it's, in it's, the host <laughs> 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 yeah, you have to remember that Sam's in the host channel. Uh, 
Well, Sam should probably return back to probably, his dimension. Yeah. You probably spoil stuff that's not safe for work. Um. <laughs> There's a superhero named after this. Yeah, and um, you know what? Honestly, um, would probably have. So it's just the two. Is this? It's are, are there superpowers just having anal sex? I guess so. Which is is a kind of superpower if you think about it. Yeah, it is. Um, not everyone can do it. No, no, true, true. Um, uh, yeah, so, yeah, the, the... Well, I'm glad there was a weird pervert thing that I didn't know what it was. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, but now you do. I do. And now you're gonna now I do. have to carry that for the rest of your life. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after the name gags, we get the spleen. The spleen, it's Paul Rubens, but he has Gerard Way, uh, I'm Not Okay hair. And he has yeah. really prominent acne. His skin looks like Edward Scissorhands, pale. And he's... I think he doesn't... I think he doesn't have acne. I think he has warts. Yeah, he has warts. Oh, yes. Warts because they're not probably. red. Probably both. Um, we learn about... We, oh, there's a wart reference later, so listen out for that. But there, there, some of it is definitely red, is the thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. And I'm only remembering the white... the. Except that's flesh colored. He has. He is what I call cartoon gross. He's cartoon gross out, man. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. and you know he has clothespins. He tells his backstory. The he rest of the lisp. The mystery men all recognize him like like immediately, and they're and they mm-hmm. they initially like tell the spleen like they're just about to leave the restaurant, and then they get served their food. Classic gag, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the spleen yep. says, "Why are you always dissing on me? You know I'm, you know I have, uh, su- you know I'm, you know I have superpowers." And then, and you know, to mm-hmm. be fair, he does. He does have he's the most powerful. Yeah. yeah, he's the most powerful of all of them until Bowler comes along, and then it's up for debate. Yeah, it's it it definitely yeah yeah he definitely has powers, and I definitely liked looking at him using his powers. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, he can. He can just fart so hard and so accurately, accurately that he just knocks out people. I think when William H Macy said that's good shooting afterwards, I think I saw his soul leave his body. Yeah, that's good shooting. <laughs> I think he was like, I think he was like, I was in Fargo. That Why the fuck shooting. am I here right now? <laughs> this is really the Fargo of the mid two thousands. This is 1999. 90s. 90s. End of late 90s, 90s, yeah. Late 90s. Turn of the century, Fargo. 90s, turn, yeah. It's the Fargo of the millennium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the fart go. Anyway. Um, fart go. Fart go fast. So, uh, uh, speaking of the 1990s, we gotta have a scene with the pool. Because... Oh yeah, because because in ground pools are the big thing. The housing market can never crash, and uh, and <laughs> so we cut to. Big, I'm gonna live forever. I'm gonna live forever and have one job that pays for my house. Um, uh, the uh, so the we cut to Big Ed's house, uh, the shoveler. He. He yeah, got, wait, no, that's not... Big Ed is a different man. No, different his name series. is Ed, but it's, but Big Ed is from Twin Peaks. He is not Big Ed. No, he is Small Ed. He's, Let's not confuse. He's Medium like, Ed. Wait, wait, when does Big Ed? When was Big Ed? Is there, they have the... Where's, uh... Where's, uh... Nadine? His, Nadine, where's Nadine? His wife, you sexist? 
Fuck off. Fuck off. Fake Nadine fam. Um, I'm undermedicated. Mm. I have an excuse. Fair enough. Uh-huh. But so yeah, so Ed hosts the party, even though he says a bunch of times it's not going to happen, and then they smash cut to people jumping in and his, his pool. His wife is extremely, extre- yeah, because he's a beta cuck. Is the thing we gotta say about Ed is he's a he has no he's a weak willed man. No autonomy over man. his life. Yeah. No, no, no. He's lost control. He should uh, watch some Jordan Peterson. He is making chocolate pudding at four a.m. What? Yeah. Because he's lost control because of his he's life. Lost control of his life. <laughs> I okay. Are you unfamiliar a, with the Rugrats? I am unfamiliar with the Rugrats. It was. I guess you know it had to be someone. It was of my time, but it was also after it my time. It wasn't going to be me or Val. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me. I'll look up the image. I'll send it to you. You'll. You'll. Understand. You'll understand it, and you'll laugh, and you'll get it fully. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But and this was this went beyond you know immediate Rugrats viewing. It was like kind of a meme. Oh right, right. But, um, yeah, we have to have a scene with a pool, which is so fucking weird because it's auditions. You're auditioning superheroes. Why would well they- see? That's the thing is the the Kel says that the mooch factor is pretty high with this crowd, which did, did get a genuine audible laugh out of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I that was almost one of my nicknames was like bring some barbecue. This this uh <laughs> this the mooch factor is pretty high. The mooch factor. Um, yeah. And so we've got some more superheroes to try out. Uh, here at the pool. Yes. So let's go through them, uh, and I'll get. I'll ask for a, a one out of five rating on you know what would you permit them to enter? Who wants to be a superhero? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would also say. With the, uh, just wanted to also throw in that um, Ed's wife tells him that if anyone vomits in the pool, or if she finds any vomit in the pool, she will be divorcing him. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. And he says, "Keep on the lookout for that." And he, and he says, "That's fair." Yeah. So here's here's our, and you just tell me whether or not. You would you would prove them like mm-hmm. think think like think like your Stanley okay yeah yeah uh huh and remember Stanley's uh, priorities are all out of whack because he did not let Bubble Boy onto the exactly show, so <laughs> you gotta put yourself in that head uh-huh. so he's got the waffler he hits people in the head with a waffle iron or burns them in the face with a waffle iron and he has uh, low fat truth syrup and a theme song Conce- concerning that there be any fat. In maple syrup. Yeah. Five out of five for me. Yes. Um, the waffler has strong potential. It looks like... The fat is not what gives the syrup its calories. No, it is no. sugar. Anyway. Um, I would say uh, strong concept would not put him on the show, um, <clears throat> but Stan would. And the thing of burning their faces with the waffle iron is a not super friendly for TV, and b not possible unless the waffle iron's plugged in. Well, so. maybe he comes with the gas generator. Maybe, maybe he's got a big backpack. Yeah, um, we'd have to explore it more. Pretty weak sauce, honestly, from Dane Cook. You know, you get one shot to be yeah. in this movie, and this is what you come up with. This That's was, the other thing about the waffler he, is that he, he is Dane Cook. Unfortunately, he is Dane Cook. Um, he is Dane yeah. Cook. Whatever happened to that guy? What's he doing now? He's back to working at the BK Lounge. Oh, okay, cool. Do you get it? No, it's no a reference to to Dane Cook, um, comedy. Oh, I I'm not, oh, I was no. never I was never one to partake. That's how you know it's funny. It's because Dane Cook said it first, and then I said it well, again. I, the only <laughs> comedy I remember from that era was the Jim Gaffigan Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. 
where he talks about how they burn your mouth. Oh yeah, he's funny. I'll be sure. I'll be real. Jim Gaffigan is such a clean comedian. He did comedy for the Pope. That's pretty good. Fuck that's, yeah, it's a pretty. Fuck you know, that's I gotta, funny. You gotta you gotta you gotta respect that level of purity. You ever be so Catholic that you have five children and also perform stand up for the Pope? <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> yeah. very Catholic. Yeah. Anyway, Jim anyway, Gaffigan's not in this movie. He was in the audience. It wasn't just like a one-on-one with him and the Pope. Ah. So we've got uh, Pencilhead and Son of Pencilhead. Five out of five. Talent to erase crime. Yeah, I would. I would. I would admit them both. No, I love a, them. It's a pass from me. Unfortunately, Son of Pencilhead would not be allowed on TV. But I guess I mean maybe he can go on the kid, the the UK kids season. Yes. Oh God. Please, if you have the UK kids season, get in touch. Please. Oh. Maybe that would be an interesting arc is to have Pencilhead on zero on who wants to be a superhero and, and then son of Pencilhead Pencil in the other you know to try and redeem or live up to yeah. his, his dad's uh, legacy depending on how well his dad does in mm-hmm. that which would kind of suck because you'd watch Pencilhead just kind of like. F- floundering around like um okay you guys want to go on an obstacle course and then. Son of Pencilhead gets like sent to boot camp for some fucking reason. Now, okay, um, can you tell me about the ballerina men? Okay, all right. So get this. This is pretty funny. Okay, because the, okay, because the so keep man- in mind. Keep in mind. Just to preface this, all of the mystery men right now, not gay. Oh, that makes it even funnier. Okay. Exactly. Because, okay, because this guy comes up and he looks really, like, menacing and, like, he's got a big cape on and Mm -hmm. he's, like, and they're, like, oh, shit, this is a tough customer. What's going on with him? And then he says, I'm the ballerina, man. Oh, and I'm, like, what? Comedy gold because he's a man. A man doing doing things that... Is typical for that gender. He oh opens my the god. cape and he's got a pink tutu on. Oh like my a woman god. would have. Oh my god. And, and they're like, ew, I can see his dick. That's disgusting. The, the funniest part is that that's the whole joke. That's the joke, is the thing. Is it's the thing about that. It's it's the He does some ballerina thing. flourishes with his arms I was and jumps around. Crying, drooling, coming, bleeding. Farting all the, like all the, all the bodily like the fluids, spleen. everything was coming out of you. Yeah, every direction. I was just kind of generally excreting. Uh huh. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would admit ballerina man. Yeah, no, me too. He, he, no, Stan wouldn't. He would need an actual hook or something. That's why he wouldn't get in. Is because he's just I'm manly, but I do ballerina stuff. Ha ha. Okay. Next, we have. Two Wonder Women getting into a fight. Hilarious. Hilarious. There's two women that are dressed like Wonder Woman, and they start fighting. And because because the mystery men are, and this is important, remember this from earlier, not, not gay. gay. Yeah. They're, they're like, ooh, let them cook, sister. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. This, I think, these two Wonder Women would get on the show the same way that Ice Bitch got on the show. Exactly. They would, like, they would, it would show Stan being like, is this allowed? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, the bullfighters, who I don't remember. I fight the bull. Bullfighters? 
They're bullfighters. Just a guy with a sword. Oh. That seems... It's, you know, it's a very athletic, if immoral activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More of That's a villain. That's just a person that already exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's okay. Radio Man. Yeah. All the powers of radio. I think he has a decent chance of getting on the show, because Cell Phone Girl did. <laughs> true, That's true, true. True. But, I, if, but radios weren't just getting invented. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair. In 1989. I love Radio Man. I think I would just like to talk with him, just be his friend. Mm-hmm. Well, you could do it from any distance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that's exactly what I need. I need a, a long distance friend who I can get in contact with after the internet implodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Radio Man is going to be all we have when the when the rapture comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You better hope that you're his friend. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he's on Squeegee our side. Man. Yeah. Squeegee Man. He's a squeegee. You know what's funny? What? The squeegees. Yeah. He does people He does put it on somebody's loved, head. People love squeegees in the 90s. They were like, this is the new hotness. This is what's happening right now, and I'm here for it. All right. These are... These are less superheroes and more objects. Yeah. So here's so here's my object game. All right. You have to, you you are being contractually uh like you're being paid to show up at this audition with something within arm's reach and that's your superpower. What do you bring? Um I would be glue guy. I'd be the 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 fell the 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 fearsome nipper. Mmm. Mmm. I mean, knife man. We could work together. Oh, okay. Yeah, knife man. That. Yeah, you put them together. I or I guess I would cut them out, and you put you, them together. You cut and I paste. Uh huh. Exactly. And also, Joe just stabs people. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Also effective, um, though. So we do have one more. Mm-hmm. And you know what else? Oh, it's funny. Boy. The only thing that's funnier besides them being not gay uh-huh. mm-hmm. is women. I don't know if you've heard that's, this. Uh-huh. But I'm some already women, laughing. Some women when they when when they when they when, when every month. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Every month they, there's a few days. Okay. There's a few days where they where they get really angry. Because ah, of their woman stuff. When they're in pain. Yeah, when they're in pain. <laughs> and it affects their mood and their behavior. Oh, <laughs> their hormones. Watch Those out. Can, they can never be president. Watch. Uh. Watch what? out, gentlemen. Watch <laughs> out, boys. Four days a month. She only waits four days a month. <laughs> she's, she's P. What is her name? PMS Avenger. PMS Avenger. PMS Avenger. She only works four days a month, and they're like, really? And she's like, yeah, you got a problem with that? And they're like, no. No, no. Because woman's scary. PMS woman's scary. Yeah. Um, Normally, woman funny. But sometimes, woman angry become monster. Mm-hmm. 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 Cis men are evil. In yeah. my opinion. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. bad that they shouldn't be allowed to make jokes. If this movie was a commercial, would you buy what it's advertising? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. 
I would boycott if it. Mystery I think. Men, Unless it was Taco Bell. If mystery, yeah. Because if the third act of the movie they start eating a bunch of Taco Bell, I would be persuaded. Yes. No. Definitely. But, I mean, but the we Taco watched, Bell uh, sells itself. When Joe and I watched uh, watched uh, um, Demolition Man. Which is just a better version of this movie, essentially, uh-huh. in terms of its comedic tone writing. Um, Did we watch like, Demolition Man? Were you there for that? I don't think so. We, we watched it on the on the wheel. I remember the Lawnmower Man. Okay, no. Well, Damn. Joe didn't watch it, but I watched the De- Demolition Man. Great movie, highly recommended. You um, were in Giga's heart at the time. Mm-hmm. Joe. They're always thinking of you. Yeah, I, 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 if the, if the Mystery Men film is a commercial for anything, I think it's a commercial for UBI, so that all these people can just stay home and <laughs> not do this shit not in do public. This, yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that in in a world where I'd have to rely on the Mystery Men to solve crime, if if the alternative is Mystery Men or the police, I think I would just buy a gun and just stay out of the <laughs> I yeah, just not own anything like important kind of just, or valuable. Kind of take a libertarian meant to that whole universe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so the the auditions are a total fucking flop. Of course, um, everybody's uh, sitting by the pool throwing. I would shoot the spleen on site. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The spleen is the spleen is um, a problem. That's for sure. But there's nothing. There's nothing good coming out of him. And as much as I want to like a Paul Rubens character, this isn't. It's not happening for me. This guy would also masturbate in the public theater. Oh God. Okay. When when Paul Rubin did it, everyone else in the theater was also doing it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's also to true. To be to be very clear. Yeah. Still weird, but everyone no, yeah, else was you're also right, doing it. You're right, you're right, you're right. He wasn't in a PG-13 or an R movie. Yes, you know? Paul Rubens went to a porno theater. Not illegal, uh, but uh, the, the the Fartman. Fartman would do it in an R. In like a regular, yeah, yeah in a regular theater. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if, it, if we're talking modern day, he would go online to look up the timestamps of when the boobs get shown on the screen for two seconds and then... Yeah, so he can come specifically at those times. Yep. He'd, he'd go on Mr. Skin. <laughs> Remember Mr. Skin? What? When there was like... Yeah, Mr. Was Skin. Was that a real... Where you could see... Was that a... See the titties from movies. That's very much of this era. This it's a very dot com boom era yes. website. Is that a real um website or was it just in the um the knocked up? Mr. Skin movie? is real. You can go to mysteryskin.com right I'm now. I'm not going that's to a superhero. Because no, I have enough in my search history, but uh-huh. Yeah. Mr. Skin Peter is a celeb. superhero for sure, yeah. See Emmy nominated Jenna Ortega's sexiest scenes. Ugh. Um or get okay. this Game of Thrones season one with all of Daenerys's titties, Ugh. or Jennifer Lawrence the hottest nude scenes featuring A-list actresses part one. Check out Hall of Famer Selma Hayek's hottest nude scenes of all time. Great! Wow, the best breastfeeding scenes at Mister. <laughs> oh, God. Come no! on! See every inch of Scarlett Johansson now. No. Oh, from Asteroid City. Done. Mm. Oh, oh! So, yeah. I think that was a body well, double, but yeah, that yeah, that's the joke in the in the movie. Well, but she's gotten nude in movies before, though. Um, Perhaps she 
No, she was fully nude in, in um, Under the Skin, Under the Mystery Skin. <laughs> <laughs> under the Which Mystery is... Skin. Under the Mysterious Skin. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Which skin that's is it? Up. Which I would say, like, if you're looking for nude scenes in movies, not the one I'd go to. <laughs> um, under the Skin is highly, uh, highly erotic, but extremely unsexy. Uh, mm-hmm. Fabulous, mm-hmm. yeah. But a fantastic movie. So they're the party is yeah. the party's wrapping up. It's over. I mean, everybody's gone, and they're like, "What a bunch of losers! We totally failed." It's Jover. It's Jover. This is it. Joe Biden would be in this movie. Yeah, and his <laughs> Joe Biden line. He he would be the Dark um, Brandon super crime. This stopper. is what this this. This movie is what ha- is happening in Joe Biden's mind at all times. Yes, this is what he wrote the crime bill about. <laughs> like, look, look, look. <laughs> just look. Just stick, stick with me here. Yeah. We're gonna do an experiment. Uh-huh. We're gonna do an experiment together. Uh-huh. Um, and like, look into this. Look, in, look at this picture and tell me <laughs> the entirety of Mystery Man is not going on behind that man's eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He just remembered the scene where um, you can join us. You can join us, listener. Just 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 Google Joe Biden. Joe Biden into Google and, and like look at look at him. Look at look at his eyes. And look it, into his eyes <laughs> and tell me you're not seeing mystery. Black man. like a doll's eyes. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. You know. There's so, one thing that you could definitely say old. about this movie is that it won't put you to sleep. Well. 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 Yeah. So We'll say it. Maybe that's why you're so sleep. <laughs> so the party is Jover when all of a sudden yeah. Janine Garofalo shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have thoughts on Janine Garofalo? Janine Garofalo is one of the best characters in this she movie. She rules. The bowler is extremely good, and I love everything that she brings to the movie. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, uh, she is matched with a movie that cannot live up to how good she yeah. is. Her and Ben Stiller really do the best they can. Yeah. I think she is the bowler, but she is actually the daughter of Carmine the Bowler. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do not like how her powers are dependent on her father. Mm-hmm. That's not good to me. No. But why isn't she called the Bowler 2? Still bowling? Um, no, like Ratcatcher 2 was a good name. Like Ratcatcher 2? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, or, or like, um, sometimes you'll have luchadors who have, like, numbers in their names. I get mm-hmm. it. But I, I guess... Well, Maybe she wants to. Well, is it, you can't escape your father's shadow while also using your father's skull as a bowling ball in a bowling ball. Yeah. Oh, also, if you're asking me, you know, if you're asking me how I feel about Janine Garofalo as a person, I mean, Janine Garofalo is a huge lib. That's about like <laughs> all I know about her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The big New York lib. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I guess I, 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 I guess that kind of is what I was asking, but I also like. I don't know if I've ever seen her in anything else. No, she's good in this. She was on yeah. the Majority Report with Sam Cedar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's wow. something I learned in the past month. Wow. Yeah. So she's like, I'm here. Uh, is it too late? And Mr. Furious is like, yes. And everyone else is like, no. Do you have real powers? 
Please help us. So she says, check this shit out. And she pulls out a clear bowling ball with a skull in it. And she throws the ball at, um, forward. At, yeah. And it bounces, it forward. bounces all over the, the whole place. Yeah. And damn. That, it goes, she's, yeah. She's bowling. For sure, for sure. Not the, uh, not the, uh, the most uh, uh, straight rolling uh, bowling ball, but potent nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. who can and and who can pass up a very cool goth aesthetic of having a skull in a bowling ball? Right. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's your dad's. They skull. later ask yeah. her, like, "So did you you put his skull in that ball?" And she's like, "No, the guy no. at the shop did it." The guy at the shop <laughs> did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think Jadine Groffalo. Uh, I think. She's doing the most like improv-y, like banter dialogue. Yeah, like I know she's always talking at the beginning and ends of scenes. Like she's trying to fucking <laughs> give Blue Raja therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. funny. Um, and, and her and Mister Furious like uh, butt heads because Im- he's like, "No, I'm yeah. the angry one," and she's like, "Well, I'm also angry and brooding. So what are you gonna do about it?" Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And she also has a quirk where she says words wrong. She says, yeah. she says cadra instead of cadre. Yeah. Is um, that maybe on purpose or maybe by accident? It's on purpose. Okay. It's definitely on purpose. Because she says, she, she says, I say cadra. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah they draw attention I to forgot. it. Yeah. Sorry. I watched this movie. And then when they're leaving the bar later, she also yeah, says, Yeah, we all watched wrong. this movie last week, by but the Joe way. Joe also watched <laughs> it today. So. Yeah. I had I did watch it today just to make sure that it still sucked. Um, <laughs> I, uh, so yeah. Sorry, you had to do that. Uh, Ed shakes, uh, shakes her hand and it's like, You're in. Like, yep. this is good. And yeah, so Mr. Furious they, tries to be like, we'll get back to you, like, we'll call you, and they're like, no, you're part yeah, of it! Mr. Furious is, it's a little, little bitch who's afraid He's trying not to look desperate in front of a woman. Yeah, it's so, he's, it's so fucking weird, like... He's such a thoroughly impotent yes. man, yeah. like... Yes. Yeah, very much so. I like, would have... We call Ed I, a beta cuck because of, like, today's <laughs> standards, but the man is uh-huh. secure, no, 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 like, yeah, no, the thing about Furious is that he's, like, an incel yeah. uh, before mm-hmm. incels existed. Yeah, yeah. because they've yeah. always existed, uh, they just... We've been always here. been here! <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah, Furious is the kind of person who, like, will shit-talk Ed for being, like, a beta, but also he goes home alone every night. Right, mm-hmm. right. So it's just like, so it's just like, you know, like, like am I really supposed to care what you think bro right it's like oh how cool um, are your three kids oh you don't have any because you don't because no well, one you loves you any, okay you don't, you, yeah no one loves you and you live an empty life Bet. yeah yeah why don't you, you why don't you, why don't you go stro- perfectly we've all been 30 before people, you know you know people can be perfectly happy with, uh, outside of relationships yes yeah you know, he can't but he isn't he can't because he isn't. Yeah. yeah, like he is not. He is. He is not. He has a complex, basically. <laughs> like, and and the movie will play with complexes as like a like offhand, almost even entirely off-screen joke. So like they're they're at the so 
uh, well, well, we'll get to that later when they get to the bar, but I think mm-hmm. after they recruit, um, uh, uh, bowling ball girl, that's mm-hmm. when they are, uh, driving. Bowling ball girl. So before they, when they, when they bring her on, they're like, all right, it's time for our trio to get going or something. And one of them says, no, we're a quintet. And then another one of them says, no, there's five of us. <laughs> Which is very good. Good shit. Um, Dummies. And, yeah, they're all, yeah, so all five uh, of them are piled into Ed's car, obviously. Yeah. Ed says, we're not going to hand out, uh, 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 uh Furious says, we're not just handing out uh, memberships to people who just showed up in matching capes and gloves. Mm-hmm. Ed says, um, you jump in when it's your time to, to, when it's your time, and we'll keep you around, which is pragmatic. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like, you know, like, I, I'm not really a big fan of, like, real life superheroes, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, if you, no, not a huge fan of vigilantism. No, wow. No, no, not not a huge fan of it, you know, but at the same time, you know, if you're taking if you're choosing to step in in any situation, whether you're a vigilante or just somebody who's trying to intervene in a physical altercation, you have to have confidence and you have to actually um, do it. otherwise otherwise you can actually hurt other people and yourself, so like, you know. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um so they're driving their their big their, their big station wagon, and they, that's when they spot the limo. It's not their big station wagon. I mean... It's, it's, it's Ed's, Ed's big, big station, station wagon. wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he is the mom of the group. Yes, mm-hmm. very very much so. And so um, uh, they spot the limo belonging to Casanova because of the license plate and also the fact that it's the only limo that exists in Champion City. Uh, aside from the one belonging to, um, to, uh, uh, Captain Amazing. And mm-hmm. yeah. so they, they start, ch- they start chasing, they start giving chase or, or they start tailing it rather. They're not really gunning it at the moment. Um, they get spotted by, um, Tony P. What's his, Tony P. Tony P. Uh, in the back and, uh, the limo stops at a stop sign. Our stoplight, and then the station wagon stops, and <laughs> Mr. Fury says he's either really smart or really dumb. And as it turns out, he's really smart because they decide to back up uh, so that the limo is direct. I don't know if anybody's really smart in this scene. This scene sucks ass. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna be real. This, like, yeah, this scene is very impotent. What was the point of this? There's no, like, there's no drama or, like, build-up in this one. It's just kind of stuff happens. Um, yeah. They, they pull up to the side, and they have the stupidest confrontation you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mr. Furious tells... Um, Casanova Frankenstein, don't correct me. It sickens me. Yeah, I think I'm going to use that line from now on. Uh, like, oh, about uh, a word <laughs> that he definitely said wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, well, he, he referred to, um, himself as Pantera's box as opposed to Pandora's box. Pantera's box, box yes, as, yes. As opposed to Pandora's box. That's a Panera's uh, bread bowl. Which was another one of my. Pantera's <laughs> box uh, was also another one of my possible nicknames. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, just just a just a box with uh, the Confederate flag on it. Yeah, <laughs> and you open it, and a guitar squeal sound plays. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Showed a beer can. Yeah. Everybody uh, pours out of the car and starts doing the that they're they're very weak attacks towards just, the MO. Yeah, it's just they they step out of the car into the Street Fighter Two bonus level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Furious is on the uh, the engine part, just like the sort hood. Of slamming his fist, fist into it. Yep. Um, Why? Uh, oh, he's bad. Yeah, they're they're scratching and denting the limo. Kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the shoveler is banging it, uh, just very gingerly, like taking some very ginger, like uh, like yeah. swings, like just like to the side of the limo. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the spleen does his thing into the car window. Yep. Which causes Castanova Frankenstein to like roll up the window. Is that the best idea? <laughs> I mean, on the Possibly one hand, the worst you thing to do him- with about with that. Yeah, on the one hand, it would, on the one hand, you would definitely want it to be like, you wouldn't want to air, the air to circulate, but also you wouldn't want him to be able to do it again. Mm. So, you're kind of screwed up, screwed there, either way. Yeah, it's a closed um, one window, what if it but... was... Okay, yeah. hey guys? What? Yeah? What if it was Pantera Red? Wow. Um, I've just learned that Pantera was a, a metal band from America in 1981. Oh, you were unfamiliar with Pantera? Mm-hmm. There's a there was a guy in it named Dimebag Daryl. Okay. Yeah. He he got shot and killed. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. Uh, uh, a very um very uh, southern yeah uh, hillbilly, I suppose. Sure. Or redneck sure. would sure. be the. Would be the like audience of Pantera when during Metallica's decline, they were like the like the forebears of true American heavy metal music at the time. Mm. Mm. They were not like super popular, but like they had like a very a huge cult following. They, yeah, they, like I would say that Pantera fans are more famous than Pantera is. Sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's fine. I it's see dude, it. it's dude music, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's 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 American metal that wasn't new metal during the nineties. Mister, mm-hmm. so yeah, basically it was metal that didn't have like a rap section or anything. Yeah. Mister Furious does seem like upsetting him would be opening a Pantera's box. But I I don't know. I think that Furious would listen to uh, Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, yeah. He definitely went to Lollapalooza '99. Oh yeah. Or sorry, Woodstock '99. Woodstock '99. Yeah. He was throwing mud at Green Day because he was bad. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. As he always yeah. is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The maybe that's where he uh, found out he had uh, the powers. No, he tried to he he uh, he tried to throw mud at Green Day, but he picked up a dog turd instead, and he was just so grossed out that he had to leave. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, stomped Probably off for the best. Yeah, sounds right um, to me. Yeah, like there, like even the music that plays during this this part is like so nothing. It's like yep, it's just a bad sequence. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, uh, what's her face? Janine Groffalo's character is like, you know, like she has like her bowling ball out. She's getting ready to swing it, and um, uh, Tony C is like, "Are you the bowler's daughter?" 
And she's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I killed your dad. Yeah. He, he's, he says specifically, I'm the one who gave your daddy the shaft. Which is Shut great. Shut your mouth. We, That's a great line. That, the, yeah. You gotta say. Yeah. Um, oh, we skipped it. You know, we, to restate, to restate, <laughs> to be clear, uh-huh. elevator-related accident. Where uh, he landed on bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't an and accident. Also, shot in an elevator. And also a reference to maybe the film from the 70s? Shaft? Because he's disco? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, shut your mouth. That's, exactly. what I, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, we did miss over, we did skip over a fun thing, which is when they were, uh, driving around, um, Blue Raja is like explaining his whole gimmick to Bowling Ball Girl. Uh huh. And, um. Stop calling her that. She's a woman. I mean, she's, she, she, I, okay, okay, God. <laughs> she's the bowler. That's the the bowler. bowler. Oh, well, that, that was her dad, but okay. Anyway. Her dad was Carmine the bowler. She is just the bowler. Carol the bowler. She has or the bowler. No personality outside of bowling. Blue was explaining to Carol why he's called that. And. Blue, he has a name too. He's you know. Raja. Oh. Wait. No, oh my god, not. just get it, the, to the end of the sentence. It doesn't. What if his name was Blue Roger? Blue Roger! Oh my god. <laughs> Blue Dick. Anyway. That's so um, funny. So, uh, so she, uh, she gets interrupted. She's periodically interrupted by the voice of her dead dad. Um, and she, she looks into her bowling ball bag and she says, What dad? What? No, he is not a commie nor a fruit. Uh-huh. Um. Which, you know, couldn't say about me. Yeah, Woo-hoo. yeah. Yeah. None of those words apply to you, Giga. Or anyone in this podcast. Yeah. That's right. No, I, no, both of those words apply no, to No, but it, he is also not you. You're not a he. Yeah, it's true. And you it's are true. a commie, and you are a fruit. Um, yeah. We love to see it. Thanks, Janine. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I feel underrepresented We now. love to be represented on opposite day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she throws the ball. We don't, we don't love to be represented. We don't love to be represented <laughs> on opposite day. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, she throws... She hucks the bowling ball through the windows, and it does a cool thing where it destroys all of the windows. That's fun. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And you, guess. you take what you can I mean, guess. a bowling ball would win in a match against car windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but normally I just use spark plugs. And then the final uh, 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 sort of beatdown of this Hot demo tip, gets... if you ever need to break a fucking car window, a spark plug will do it. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, ceramic, anything will, will do it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but um, even a small piece will just shatter that shit. Um... So if I like broke a bowl and then I threw the shard at a, if the bowl was ceramic, yeah, yeah, ceramic's really, really, really sharp when it's broken. Nice. It'll fuck up. It'll fuck up a a glass window. Um, I'm uh, learning things on this podcast. Yeah, it's almost like it's worth existing. And I'm also teaching alone. Nah, don't go there. (laughs) (laughs) If you learn something on this podcast, write in. Um. 
Uh, give us five stars on iTunes and just comment what it was that you learned. Yeah, give it, please just give us five stars on iTunes. That's all I want. Did you learn you something today? So that your iTunes review is just Lucky Pierre and the French Tickler. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And exactly. Ceramic is Sharp. Exactly, and um, and send a screenshot to to the to the email. Um, what email? Which we call it. What was I going to say? Um, so, and then the the final impotent attack against the limo is Blue Raja just scraping a fork against the metal. Uh huh. That sucked as well. So sad. And then they leave. And then the literally the next line out of anyone's mouth is. In celebration of our uh, a momentous victory, it's like, <laughs> uh, I know that you, the, the joke is that they're incompetent, but holy fuck. Yeah, they don't even know that they did nothing? Yeah. Um, Task failed successfully. <laughs> when they drive away, they're shot at by uh, uh, by the Tonys with yep. their cool guns that mm-hmm. definitely don't make any sense in real life, but look good on screen. They're like gold and they have like scopes on them, but they're just regular pistols. It's pretty fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they are drinking and they're, uh, you know, they're celebrating their cool victory. The bowler is um, talking to her ball again. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> she's trying to psychoanalyze Blue Raja and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently her dad says, isn't a dad's role in a daughter's life very important? And she <laughs> says, yes. And, <laughs> and it's very funny, very Freudian. Ha ha, oh, we she's, love it. Yeah, because she's talking to Blue Raja about his relationship with his mom. With his like, mom, mom, you're really yeah. cheesing me off. Yeah, God. Situation. Terrible. Um, yeah. And, then Sleem and- <laughs> tries to pick up Bowler yeah. um, as if she's a cat. Like yeah, just, yeah, like, he just And she 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 very there's not it's it's very understated, it's very subtle. She so just very firmly She just very, says yeah. there's not enough beer in the world. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just like one long unbroken sentence just stating no. It's not going to happen. Stop trying to yeah. make fetch happen. As they mm-hmm. say. Yeah, because you know she's he's trying to he's treating her like a cat or a dog. So that's funny. right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> really got him there. So the disco boys come by. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they got well, they're, guns. They're, they're waiting for them in the alleyway, mm-hmm. looking cool as hell. And they yeah. So when they leave all drunk, off their victory, you know the disco boys who they did not defeat. And of, of of alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. And of yeah. alcohol. Drunk because of their victory that led them to drink a bunch of alcohol. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And yeah, Disco Boys are there to kill them. And they are. Yeah. None of them have anything that they can do that would work against bullets. It's very funny. I do like that the Disco Boys just have guns and, like... The guns are immediately compromising to every element of, of their of their party. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like it's. Is it good to have a gimmick or a it. weapon that works? Yeah, I mean, th- this was they talked about it last time, right? Where they're like, "Ugh, you don't even have like interesting weapons; you just have guns." 
And it's like, yeah, yeah, but we have guns. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, all of the uh, glammed out, um, you know, Hollywood screened up guns get pointed at the mystery men. They're about to die, and then CGI happens to them, and all of the guns are cut in half. Mm-hmm. They run mm-hmm. the, uh, the Disco Boys. They hey, wait, we know someone who can cut guns in half. That's right, it's the Sphinx. It's the wow. Sphinx. Played by... You learn why he's called the Sphinx very, very quickly. That's right. It's because he um, doesn't really do very much. Um, he just kind he's of... He's exclusively in riddles. Yes. To call them riddles is is a bit of a stretch. He, yeah, it's a bit of a stretch, but that's what they were going for. Yeah, yeah. 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 But um, it's riddles, anyways, it's the steady. sentence form of a riddle. Like, if a riddle is a question, he's saying the the, the statement version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, it's West City. Yeah. What? West. He's great. Yeah. West City is great. Uh, Dances Wolves. If, if the, Geronimo, Last of the Mohicans. Maybe the single most famous American Indian actor of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so for sure. He is interesting. He's got like he. He's he's got like his um his cape. He's got like his hood and stuff. He kind of looks like Emperor Palpatine, but with a mask on, like a mm-hmm. like, yeah. like a like a. And his face is all fucked up. He's got a gold yeah, yeah. helmet thing or black black cowl hood, but also kind it's of like black, a yeah. situation head thing. Yeah, he's it's 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 not a bad look. It's very comic booky. Very mm-hmm. yeah, very much so. And so he. Shows up and he's like, "Hey, y'all need to get good, basically." Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. and and they're the like, shovel's like, "That's the shovel's like, that's so true." Yep. Um, and uh, everybody, of course, is on board with the idea of being mentored by the Sphinx, except for Mister Furious, who, for some reason, is the sole like like thorn in the group. Like he picks a fight with, um. With with Carol, it's because he feels inadequate. Yeah. it's because he he has trouble asking for help. It's because uh, you know he's he's like he's he feels know. that he yeah. should be the leader without ever having earned it. He's got impotent angst. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so the montage that they have of the Sphinx training everybody, <laughs> mm-hmm. he teaches Blue Raja something apparently that hadn't occurred to Blue Raja, which was. When you throw the forks, um, you should be good at throwing them instead of bad. Instead of bad. And he tells him yeah. that, and he's Very like, important. oh. You and should aim. You should pew, aim, pew, pew. yeah. Basically, all of the training that they all get is be good at the thing you do instead of being bad at the thing instead you do. bad at the thing you do. Yep. And then I was reminded of better times because one of the uh, things that he says to... Uh, one of the people that he's training is that they must use all their limbs like an octopus playing the drums. Playing the drums. Fuck yeah. This is why we do this. This is how we do this. This is why we do this. The best four seconds of film ever filmed. Ever made. So when I was... Uh, Thank you, Aquaman. (laughs) So when I was watching this movie, I I recognized some of the pieces of advice that he was was giving. So I went to my archive and I pulled out my grandmother's uh, book of Indian sayings. And I just like... I'm going to read them off for you here. 
Mm-hmm. He says to Luraja, learn to hide your strikes from your opponent so you will easily strike his hide. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, uh, he says, uh, well, well, when he, when he recruits them, he says, to learn my teachings, I must first teach you how to learn. That's mm-hmm. just true. Mm-hmm. And then. This is basically the only way he says yes. things. And, and then, uh, he says to, <laughs> he says to Mr. Furious, uh, when you can balance a attack hammer on your head, you will head off your foes with a balanced attack. That is, <laughs> which is that such is, a stretch. That is actually the most poetic thing I've ever heard in this movie. Yeah, uh, and this this movie is good sometimes. He who questions his training only trains himself to ask questions. Uh-huh. Amazing, ten out of ten, dude. Ten out of ten. Um, and then, of course, when it's right because he uses the same words in another yeah. way. That's right. That's right. And when you care for what is outside, what is outside will care for you. And um, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. That's so. True. Have you ever thought about how, hey guys, uh-huh. yeah, hurt people, hurt people. Oh my god, Damn. that is, that is true. Do you ever think um, about that? Buffalo, 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 <laughs> buffalo, buffalo. You know, we're we're talking a lot about Native American stuff. I would appreciate if you didn't bring up that much buffalo. Oh no! Yeah, hey, hey. Because I'm because you're just reminding me no. of what we've lost, and I. Just give me, just give me a second. I'm flagellating myself so hard. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just, just give me a second. Yeah, all right. Yeah. You take all the time you need. Okay. I am good. I didn't, you know, I when I invited you onto this podcast, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I, I thought that Paul would be able to handle themselves, but so clearly, uh, I was mistaken. So, uh, <laughs> so eventually, they cut to they get to, they get to the part of the montage in every montage where you start making your own costume using the old school loom and the uh, sewing kit and the sewing machine. Yeah, they literally are making the textile for their own costumes mm-hmm. too, which is mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and and the one thing that happens before the con- the costume making is that Roy opts out of a, a group hug because he's manly. Uh huh. Mm-hmm, mm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, he says, you know, he's a brat. Yes. Yeah, Sphinx says, you know, why do you, why do you step away when everyone else is practicing? And Furious is like, you call that practicing? We should be bashing and casting over Frankenstein's head right now. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, th- like, this is the they're, training they're question, ju- question training. That's right. And mm. that's right. And then, oh, very funny, like weird, weird gag, which is when he does the tack hammer, line to Mr. Furious. Mm-hmm. Mr. Furious has sho- watermelon shoes. Yes! Mm-hmm. And that's so fucking random. And nobody told him to put those on. <laughs> nobody, the other yeah, nobody told him to do that. And so, um, very funny scene. Um, although, I cannot imagine a worse sensory experience than having your feet in watermelons. Your feet in a pair of watermelon, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I think I would... It's crunchy for your quit. feet. Maybe it would feel nice and cool, and but the mealiness would get to me. You know? Yeah, I guess. So, when we get to the, we open the costume making scene mm-hmm. with Spleen saying, <clears throat> <laughs> "Who needed the pinking shears?" And he's holding 
Just a regular fucking pair of scissors. Yeah, regular pair of scissors, dude. Those ain't pinking Are shoes. Are you a fucking imbecile, dude? Oh, you You're not going to pink shit with those. That's very embarrassing. And the fact that he didn't know that and that anybody wouldn't know that was is super fucking embarrassing. Everybody knows that pinking shears are the scissors that make the thing you're cutting a zigzag instead of a straight line. A zigzag, yeah. I know that. Giga knows that. Joe also knows that and knew that at the beginning of this podcast recording. Mm Mm-hmm. We all know that. Yeah. I didn't know they made adult versions of those. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. <laughs> I know. I, They're called picking shoes. They are made, they are used to prevent fraying on the edges uh, of garments. Oh, because if you cut like, like, like vertically or horizontally to the threads, they just flay out. Yes, they'll fray forever. Oh, but so triangles, they will fray until the end of the triangle. Exactly. That's so and cool. I have some fun information. Yes. Um, so, pinking shears are called this, um, not because of any color pink. No. But in fact, after the flower called the pink, which is another name for a carnation, mm. um, that which is also where the word for the color pink comes from. What is interesting? That? Why would carnations be connected to the shape? Thinking shears? Because the edges of carnation flower petals have oh, a zigzag pattern. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. We are I learned something, learning. so I'm going to leave a five-star review. You better <laughs> fucking... Yeah. Yes. Uh, Me too. You can leave a five-star review on your own podcast if you're not one of the original hosts. Exactly. I mean, you don't. You can also be an original host. Uh-huh. <clears throat> no, and, you can't vote. No, that would be like that would be like voting for yourself in the in the election. You can't do you're that. You're supposed to do that. Mm. Everyone expects you to do. Wait, that. what? No, wait, what? You can't vote if you're in the election. That's that's illegal. No, you can. What? Mm-hmm. No, that's no, there's no mm-hmm. way. I don't believe you. So yeah, that election that election that you lost by one vote, Giga. Mm. Yeah. Fuck. Yep. (laughs) (sighs) God damn it. Yeah. I'm gonna need to go talk to some people. Yeah. (laughs) Makes sense. So Roy is like, this is stupid. You're telling us stupid things. You haven't even you didn't even tell Spleen what pinking shears are. Now he looks like a fucking idiot. Uh, everything you say is just like weird, just like wordplay. And yeah. the Sphinx is like, listen, if you do not learn to master your rage, and he's like, oh, what? My rage will master me? And he's like, uh. He's like, that's not what you were going to say, is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that what you're going to say? That's the, thing. that's the thing is that I don't. Like, that was kind of a weak one. It is. To be real. Yeah. True. But he, that's not necessarily what he was going to say, according it to It isn't. Hurt people hurt people. It's true. Realize, so realize, realize. Mm-hmm. Realize, realize, realize. Mm-hmm. So he, he stomps off, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. they realize they need guns. He stomps off to go get a date, a date, a date. A with, date. With, 
the waitress. <laughs> oh, great. So he, and, you know, he's, he's raised up. He's the risk. <laughs> Hold on. Now, uh, Val's uh, 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 exclamation just made me think, what if this is what Josh Traeger evolves into? Is Mr. Furious. Ah! No, we can't. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about it's that. It's not a different podcast. Different, um, different continuity. Different world, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he decides that, you know, fuck this. There's no superheroes of the soul to be found. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Not um, yet. Not until some character now, growth happens, probably. Yeah, yeah. Don't threaten so they- me with a bad time. <laughs> so the shoveler, the spleen, and the bowler enter this carnival, abandoned carnival grounds place. And I just yeah. wrote that they find Tom Waits being weird. Tom Waits being yeah, Tom, Tom Waits. Waits being really weird. Be- yeah. Recording Rain Dogs again. Exactly. Um, Could be yeah, anything. He, yeah, he's doing his thing. He's bouncing, but he's also, like, holding on to, like, a thing on a string. It's very weird. Very quirky stuff. He gets spooked by them and uh, uh, points a, a hairdryer at them. And they... They sort of, like, reveal themselves, and they, like, state their intentions, and he's like, Shovelhead? And Ed's like, the shoveler. Um, (laughs) And so they, yeah, they say, like, we need armaments because the Sphinx told us that a deficit in manpower can be made up with firepower. And so (laughs) we're here, we want, we want gun, we want weapon. To kill. We want to shoot, shoot, bang, bang, kill. Kill, We want to, well, actually, they specifically say we don't want to use guns because Blue Roger says that uh, he won't use guns. So they go to the inventor. Um, Blue Roger won't even use knives. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Very much, very much won't even use knives. And so um, they're going to Heller to look for weapons. But when Heller says... None of my weapons can kill. They leave. Uh-huh. So a bit yeah, of a contradiction so there. Um, but yeah, they're like we want to bash th- people's brains into the pavement. So they yes, die. yeah. So it's like we um, paste these motherfuckers. Much like the Rain Wilson uh, superhero film Super. Um, yes, we want to do super to people. We want to just hit them in the head with a brick, with, yes. a, with a with a with a monkey wrench, or uh, right with a monkey. God, that that fucking scene, dude. Yeah, the movie is brutal. Um, we won't talk about super, probably. Okay. Um, we probably won't talk about super. Not today. It's, it's a bit too good. It's it a bit too good. good for the podcast, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? But. Um, no, uh, I, I miss when we were watching bad non-comedy movies. This movie's really <laughs> difficult to get through. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and so speaking of comedy, they wouldn't get the awesome gag of throwing a tornado in a can at somebody if they didn't leave um, Heller's uh, uh, laboratory. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, canned tornado soup. You know, I, and this is actually also an improvised moment. Uh, Tom Waits did just bring a canned tornado, yeah, with him I w- to the set and throw it at Paul Reuben. <laughs> it was a huge deal. Yeah, I think the cameras tur- were rolling. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah, that's Hollywood. Yeah, that's not CGI. That's just what Paul Rubens looks like in a tornado. In case mm-hmm. you wanted to know, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, the so, spinning yeah. CGI just <laughs> brought me back to you know 
Ghost Rider. <laughs> Spirit of Vengeance. Vengeance. Everything makes me think of Everything him. Everything makes me think of Vengeance. Vengeance. Maybe I should call him. <laughs> maybe I should call him. Maybe I should call Tony Blaze. <laughs> Burning myself on the stove. Maybe I should call him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... Writing my pussy on the stove. <laughs> All right. That's Johnny Flame. I mean, wait. What? <laughs> Johnny. Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm. Look, uh-huh. it's been it's been years since we watched the Fantastic Four movies, so that's right. Shoving, shoving a shoving a femur into myself. Oh my god. What? Um, I, everything makes me. Think oh, because of he's him. a skeleton. Right. 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 Oh boy. Um. So, yeah, they're like, wow, the tornado on the camera is actually cool. Got anything else? Uh-huh. And uh, as it turns out, Heller does have something else. It's a gun that shrinks clothing. It's and, a like, thing it that ca- would definitely kill you. Yeah, I think if you got dry cleaned, you would die, probably. Um, probably yeah. somebody's, like, nightmare from childhood that they were like, oh, let's put this in the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yep. and and the other thing that uh, Waits has is, uh, aside from the um, dry cleaning gun, is, oh, what is... Something that makes people mad at each other. Oh, uh, the blame ray. The blame thrower. Blame thrower. Like, flame thrower. Like flamethrower, but it's blame, and that makes them get mad at each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do they yeah. take any of these, or do we just literally cut to the next scene? We don't know which yeah, ones they take. We just kind of go forward. Maybe they'll use the blamethrower at some point, but not not in this part of the movie. Yeah, what's the director going to use the blamethrower on to excuse this fucking movie that he's made? <laughs> yeah. We also, we skipped over um, the scene with Roy and the waitress in the diner. Oh, yeah. So he's like skulking by himself in the booth. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. you lame and your friends don't like you. And he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's trying to be cool and mysterious. Will you be my mommy? <laughs> oh, God. And he does learn a little bit because he's like, oh, well, um, uh, when do you get off of work? And she's like, pretty soon, why? And he's like, maybe I should uh, walk you home just to be safe because there's so many, so much crime around here. Nasty. And she yeah, like, this, this. she starts to walk away and he's like, and because I want to, I think it would be nice to walk you home. Mm. And he's like, Okay. Yeah, and... She's just not buying his whole angry man shtick, you know? Yeah. No, she sees right through him. Yeah. She's right through him. Yeah, so maybe now, that's she's a dream waitress. That's right. <laughs> and so now that we've seen the blame thrower in action, Roy is walking. We could cut, but cut back to Roy walking the waitress home. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. She says to him, maybe they, maybe they like you for being you. Um, and he, he, he's talking to her about like how he's supposed to go about apologizing to his crew. Like, how do he I stomp off her, and immediately stomp back in? Yeah. He asks her, is there a way for me to apologize angrily? Because that's my whole shtick. Uh-huh. And then that's when, that's when she says, maybe they like you for just being you. Yeah. Um, because oh, no, right, you cannot a- from- apologize angrily. Yeah. This is the lady from, uh, this is the lady from Mallrats. I forgot. Ah. Ah. Well. Good for her. Um No, it's terrible. Well, well we, we know, like looking I, at no, her. No, good for good for her for leaving the mall, I'm saying. 
yeah, getting getting a good job. Yeah, not having to work with Kevin Smith and Jason, mm-hmm. what's his face? What should we call it? So yeah, she says, you know, like maybe I like you for being you, and then she's like, this is me, and she walks away, and um, she goes she sa- to live. <laughs> she goes upstairs to li- to live. That's up. not you, girl. She says, yeah, she says maybe they like you for you, and this is me, and she turns around and walks in a funny way to illustrate <laughs> what she's like. No, yeah, she, they're yeah. at her apartment. She's like, okay, bye. Yeah, and um, and if if you thought to yourself. Wow, it was weird for them to go to Dr. Heller's lab wanting non-lethal weaponry and then walking out as soon as they found out that the, all he had was non-lethal weaponry. Get ready for even more weird shit because um, we do cut to the mystery men about to embark on their mission yep. um, called Operation Three-Eyed, Three-Legged Eagle. And uh ed realizes that uh roy's there the uh, mr furious is there uh-huh. they yeah he hears his motorcycle the- like you hear your parents' car come up the driveway when you're at home alone as a teenager uh-huh. exactly and and so he sort of like you know breaks away from the group a little bit and he and furious have a talk and mr furious uh, apparently and the drive over just completely forgot everything that the waitress told him. Um, he, he chickens out. Well, I mean, I think he's still, he's still, like, he's still, it, you know, it takes more than a day for you to learn. He can't be know? vulnerable. He cannot be vulnerable. No, he's vulnerable in his own way. Like, he, he, he apologizes in his own way. He yeah. gets to the part where he's supposed to apologize, and then he just goes... Vision, vision, blurring, rage, taking over. I can't. He basically, like, he he gets to the part where he apologizes, and then he goes nonverbal. Yeah, like, and Shoveler's yeah. like, okay, why don't you why don't you join back up with the team so that your rage can subside? And he's like, mm-hmm. thank you. And he's like, yeah, I wouldn't want anybody to get hurt. And it yeah. sounds like he's talking about because the rage would hurt everyone, but he means it's that he, cute. It's he cute. doesn't want Roy to have to feel vulnerable. Mm. It's cute. He's such a nice dad. He's a good dad. Yeah. He's emotionally intelligent. Yes. Very much the, so, yeah. The soy um, boy. Yeah, yeah. More of a soy man. He's a soy man. Hmm. Soyman. 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 Soyman Cowl. Soyman Cowl. Oh! Thank you. Ooh. Mmm. <laughs> beautiful. One day you'll get there, Joe. The brain cells. <laughs> the, that's the sound of our brain, two brain cells joining into We're one. We're passing them around like the eyes of the fates. Like the eye of the fates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> the eyes of the fates. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, they're three-legged, three-eyed eagle because so you giant purple people you either. are the talons <laughs> and we are the eyes of the eagle so three of them are going to be looking at stuff and three of them are going to be attacking the castle mm-hmm. that's right inside casa frankenstein is a disco party it's a great party to be honest i would love to be at this party yeah me mm-hmm. too i would love to own a big house and have lots of friends yeah, a gigantic Art Nouveau house mm-hmm. with lots of friends who only some of them are racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but they themselves aren't racist. They're, they're a racist caricature. Racist yeah. yeah. 
It's like that thing of like, oh, is this person written by a female author or written by a male author? It's like these characters are written by a racist. Yeah, they're breasting boobily. So they're racing racially. Yeah, so we've talked about um, the gro- the people, the fur ladies, the um, racist thing. The there's the hats, the the the, the mafia. Mm-hmm. They're just old guys with hats. The frat boys. Um, still, still on parole for lethal hazing. Uh huh. Which you know, you know what? <laughs> not as not that funny, to be honest. Yeah, go check out yeah, the Todd Real documentary Hazing. <laughs> Just a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Oops. I, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a Todd Phillips documentary. Yes, the Joker guy made a documentary about college hazing, and it's absolutely fucking harrowing. Mm. Watch it for a bad time. All right. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, watch this you, movie. So and then watch this movie for, and the, the, the frats won't seem so funny, will they? <laughs> that's right. That's right. You'll you'll have thought about what media mm-hmm. has done to you. Replace um, the yeah, word you'll, Casanova you'll, in his name with racist, and it won't be such an interesting racist Frankenstein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Frankenstein so is racist. Frankenstein was the monster. Ooh, let's 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 be I'm real. A, I am alive. I am just thinking about job security. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my economic anxiety. Hmm. I crossed street onto other side of street. <laughs> God. Uh, Meet me, best friend, or Dracula. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, yeah. Good lord. Um, okay, so <laughs> then there's the scouts watching out to see what's happening inside the built. It's my one joke for the week. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're they're peeking into Casa Frankenstein, and uh, they're visited by a skunk. And the oh, I don't think yeah. we can overest like we can over explain. How long this How skunk humping long is? This scene is so long because it's it's funny because the skunk is humping, mm-hmm, and then yeah. it's also funny because wow, the skunk is still humping. I think I checked the time three times during the scene. <laughs> yeah, it's like how long is this going to go uh-huh. on for? It feels like it's five uh-huh. hours. Yeah. Oh, hey guys, did you know this ice cream day? What? Wait, yeah, it's ice cream day. What does that globally? mean? Uh, it just says ice cream oh, day. Universally. On, on Google. Wow. On, July 16th. On time.is. It's ice cream day. That's that's wonderful. That is wonderful. That is truly... Do you know what else is wonderful? What? A skunk rubbing its genitals on your leg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Oh, do you want to know? Do you want to know the worst thing about this? Okay, so we were a week late recording this because of my fuck up. I take full responsibility for it, and yeah. I joked. I joked that um, watching this movie, this part, this section of the movie made me sick, which yes. maybe mm-hmm. it did. But also, when I was watching this film, a skunk did spray my house. 
Oh my god. Oh wow. And, it's it's trying to tell like you Pepe something. Pepe Le Pew style saw the skunk on your screen and was like, wow. wow. Yeah, were you were you like a, a, a black and white cat at the time? I was yeah, did not you a black and white. Like, roll around in some paint and get a big white. Or dressed up as one. Stripe. Yeah. I was, I, I was not dressed up as one at the time. No. Okay. At the time. Wow, that's, that's uncharacteristic. Okay. Um, Are you now? We're brought to you okay, by the. You don't we're, answer that. We're, you don't answer that. We're, we're, we're on the noisepace.xyz network. You can find us and all of our cool podcasts at, at noisepace.xyz.com. I would just like to say we didn't record last week because you were sick, not because you messed something up. You just yeah, forgot you to tell up. us that you were sick because you were too busy being sick. Like it wouldn't, we wouldn't have recorded anyway. Yeah. My Im- it's just that you forgot to tell yeah. us. My immune, my immune system fucked up, so I take responsibility. <laughs> okay, yeah, fully. How dare you? Yeah, I'm willing to blame you. Um, that is on you for choosing okay. your immune system wrong. But that is the podcast. Uh, movie bad. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it will get better. Maybe it'll get better. We're brought to you by Noisepace.xyz, a wonderful podcast uh, platform. Full of podcasts like The Island Shuffle, Diet Coke and Lil's House of Sack, Digimon's Ghost Gaze, Prime Cuts, Prime Cuts, Wow Cool Robot, Element OP, Doctor Huh, Camera and, Radio, and as of today, as of recording today, Special Great Snacks is back. Wahoo! Ooh. It's a Jujutsu Kaisen uh, uh, watch along uh, with mm-hmm. Kay and Sarah. Fabulous. Wow, Sarah's just Fine. revving up the old podcast machine, huh? Yeah, getting back into it, huh? Very yeah. cool. Hi, I'm Gigalithic. Hi. Hi. You can find me on Twitter, on the shambling, <laughs> rotting corpse of Twitter, uh-huh. at Gigalithic. Mm-hmm. Nice. Or right, co-host at that same name, or basically anywhere at that same name. I'm usually the only person called that. Nice. That's right. I'm Val Flight Cub. You can find me on Tumblr at Flight Cub or on the Shambling Rotting Corpse of Twitter at Flight Cub B. Uh, the second B stands for. Uh, Blue Raja was not the most racist part of this movie this time. <laughs> and I've been Joe, and you can find me on co host and Tumblr uh, at Bedroom Punk. And until next time. Um. Vision pouring! I'm sorry. Rage taking over! Poop. Shitting. Farting. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.